1: Now, Austin's number one fantasy sports show. It's the Wagner Wire. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations.
0: Say you do.
2: I don't like to crack, but I do a pretty convincing Omar from the HBO program The Wire. And that's baseball. Little
3: League.
2: Fantasy All your fantasy sports updates.
3: Fantasy what? Fantasy
2: baseball. I'm He's worth a million in prizes.
0: You're not a golfer. Hey, I got a hockey back That's interesting, man.
1: Now, the host from the East Coast. Here's Wax. That was
3: pretty classy.
2: All right, you guys know it. Hour number three, bring the energy, keep it coming. Getting your Independence Weekend ready. It's the Wire to our 104.9, 101.9 AM, 1260. streaming it live at hornofin.com. Myself, Smash, and Chad Hayes. Yeah! One more hour! One more hour until you get to go off and do whatever it is you want to do. You are not obligated to be here, but we do love it that you are here. We love all the interactions on the Specs Text Line 512-337-3776. I'm on Twitter at NotTheFakeSwags smash is at the smash simmons chad hastings behind the glass is at c hastings 1049 interact with us there <laughs> interact with us everywhere you can eat it on a boat you can eat it on a moat or you can't eat it on a moat but you because, can eat it while you float but you could eat it while you float feces <laughs> thank you greg we're talking about feces not grazed eggs and ham oh it's just a baby roof. It is the Wagner Wireman. One hell of an intro, Chad. Thank you so much, sir. We got Chris Earle at the bottom of the hour. Entourage goes by Entourage, the CEO of Regiment Gaming hell yeah, over 22,000 members of Regiment Gaming, consisting of all military veterans, the number one military veteran gaming community in the world. And they are thriving. Just signed another sponsorship with the American Legion. That's awesome. It's fantastic news for our org. Um, We're going to have Chris on at the bottom of the hour to talk about that, to recap on DreamHack, and also talk about where Regiment is going in the future for summer events in Austin and DFW
3: area. Well, after the original interview, you know, I went on, and you're, you you wonder what I follow on Twitter. That happens to be one of the accounts, so I've been kind of following this whole thing since they've been rising and gaining more followers and members, and then, yeah, I mean, the yeah, American they're un- Legion... They're unstoppable, man. I, I know, man. It's just, it's, it's
2: just blowing up, and it's great to see. G-Fuel BR Paradox for Customs Computers, um, now the American Legion. It's just unstopping what, uh, unstoppable what this guy is able to do. Like, the the potential with this org man and what chris has just been able to accomplish with moving parts um and and re- i mean i haven't even really been able to see like the the daily operations of how it, you know what goes into this yeah the real know, guts of this- the sops yeah so i'd love i'd love to get a behind the scenes of that but he's all i mean he's working with the eva um arena in flower mound uh, also with op- optic gaming and complexity gaming, this dude is just making moves happen, man. And We're gonna have him on at the bottom of the hour to Love talk about it that though, man. Love for our it. level up segment. There, um, yeah. So this show has grown a lot over the years, man. We started out as like a fantasy centric show, and then we've kind of like, because of the pandemic, kind of <laughs> turned into the morning. Oh. A morning show, so to speak, for survivability purposes. I
3: always think that's, like, the best way to go about it. You know, everybody's been talking about everything all week long. Yeah. Kind of get a chance to get you reset for the week. The Sunday recap. And then get you ready for the start of next week. Your Sunday sports sermon. Yeah, basically. How about that? I like it. I don't. Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> well, we're more than just sports, you know? Well, that's true. We definitely did talk a lot about movies and games, like, in the first hour. But you know what I do like is the fact that we didn't once mention this whole time, well, Anything about the Arthur. San Antonio Spurs oh, okay. and Wimbayama. That has been great. It's been my whole well,
2: Did I thought we were gonna go I thought we were gonna have a nice little segue into Austin FC and not even mention in
3: San Antonio. Because when we do that, we gotta bring in Carl. Oh, uh, well, that's true. But I mean I think he's kind of busy right now with Fourth of July weekend, so we're still good. Get the pass. So you think Carl's shoveling
2: down the glizzies right now?
3: I'm not sure what he takes on his hot dog. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is a person by person choice, right? I like the glizzy. Damn it! I didn't
2: put that out on the on the on horn Twitter? on the Twitter. Um, what do you put on your on your hot dog? Or if you do, you prefer the glizzy or the cheeseburger? Oh, that, that was mean, the I'll, big I'll, question. I will rock both. I will rock both. But, but I mean, okay. so,
3: I'll, t- I'll take the glizzy. Let's put it in the hypotheticals. You are out at a cookout, right? Somebody's got the grill going. It's Fourth of July. Everybody's already had a couple of beers. Um, let's, yeah, let's the set, Stardust let's is set, playing. Let's set the scene. Right? Stardust is playing. What, what Everybody mean? having a good time. We got music. We got Stardust going. Yeah, all right. yeah. You know, everybody's just kind of jamming, kind of relaxing, you know? it's also like, things
2: like, Glenn Campbell, too, comes to mind.
3: Like, oh, Southern comes... Nights. <laughs> and a little bit of, you know, uh, Bob Seger at some point, too. Oh, you know, we oh, fit it all. almost almost let one go there (laughs) almost (laughs) let enough bomb go there man speaking cigar. yeah man we're gonna fit it all in there but okay you're at somebody else's house right you don't know the cook but they're like hey do you want a hamburger or a hot dog you can only have one because they only have enough you only have one because they only have enough for the people that are showing up you can only have one or two one or the other are you choosing burger over hot dog i don't know if if you say preface you can only have one Yeah, yeah you can only have one off of the grill and it's gonna be the hot dog or the hamburger which one are you taking? Oh, this is tough. Because do I see the cheese melted on there. Yeah, they will make it how you
2: want it. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank Chad. you. Oh my God! A little Glenn Campbell right here. Got a
3: little Miller light in my hand now. Oh, Very yes, 1970s, right? Yes, I do.
2: <laughs>
3: Southern nights,
2: or skies, rather.
1: No, it's not. Nice. No, you're, you're right. right. I was it's like, you are right. You go, Glenn.
3: Yeah, man, you got it.
2: Oh, I, That is one hell of a compliment. I am not Glenn Campbell. But, man, if I could play the manager like this, dude. All right, people. In the yeah. Oh, man. All right, so I'm looking at the cheeseburger. Off of the grill. <sighs> but I'm looking Charcoal. at this glizzy, man. And this glizzy is just the right size. I mean, it's got the crackling, right? Got It's, the little it's already arcs. had the Chad's perfection. Yes. The Chad's genius. If, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to hour number one <laughs> and talk about how Chad gets his dogs off the grill. his glasses. It might have been hour number two. I like D-Fry's this response.
3: Slown, this show is flown by today. <laughs> I like D-Fry's response here on the Specs text line. If I could, if I could only get one, I'm going to leave that lame-ass yeah, party. The lame-ass party, that's what I'm thinking of, uh, too. All right, so if I have to be selective... It's not meant to be lame. It's just like if I was throwing in, I just don't do math well. So sometimes I have to reconfigure I don't things. I math well. Um, <laughs> or that's I why it was a wrestler. I thought, you know? Dude, I'm gonna have to go Glizzy,
2: the Glizzy, right? And if yeah. someone calls me the Glizzy Gobbler, wow, I'll take that.
1: That's that sounds like a bad wrestling idea Vince McMahon came up with one day.
2: I mean, there was already.
1: we make you booger. the Glizzy Gobbler. Here's my idea for this concept. <laughs> I'm definitely going hot dog as well. The <laughs> The burger. I can see Vince McMahon saying that. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, the burger is an American institution. Yes. The hot dog is a holiday for me. Yes. Hot dog holiday. It fits the holiday. I have burgers a lot. Correct. I don't have dogs all the time. It's not like every couple weeks I'm getting a dog. Right. Now I'll, I'll, I will hit the extra long cheese coney from Sonic. I gave it love earlier, but that's not. Every, I don't have one of those a month, especially now that I'm damn near fifty. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to Memorial Day. Fourth of July, stuff you know, outdoor barbecues and stuff like that. Labor Day, I want a dog. Especially the dog on a grill. So yeah, I mean right, somebody's out on that grill, if the if he or she turns to me and says, All right, like like Justin's saying, Hey man, we gotta make sure the kids are all eating good. Everybody can just have one to start and then we'll see what's up. Yeah. Dog or burger. I'm going dog. Give right me away. dog. Yep. give me dog. Dang. Give, give me, me a dog, dog and a beer.
3: I did not realize we were a full dog contingency because I, I just like Chad, me, bro. Yeah. But I mean, he makes a great point. Exactly. Like, the, the
2: burger is the American institution. But I can right? get a good burger in Austin like, almost any anywhere. time, anywhere. Sure. Go to go to Dan's and get yourself one hell of a double cheeseburger. Oh, right. Oh,
1: I hit Dan's a few months ago.
2: I got Goosebumps <laughs> talking about it. Still <laughs> epic. <laughs> still so good. Goosebumps talking about nipples are hard. Love Dan's. Love it.
1: We don't need to know
2: that. Just that's what Dan's does to me, man. That's what Fans does to me yeah. and you know what I do I, I don't even get like the lettuce tomato and, and, and onion on it I get it on the side if I want to add it because usually with the double cheeseburger, if you just do the mayonnaise ketchup and mustard, it's perfect. It's like the perfect blend of just success and deliciousness. On meat, you oh go white, God. yellow, red all together. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! White, yellow, red dangers. paint. Mm-hmm. I, it's it, we call it the miracle sauce. But the then, miracle. okay the put a little pepper on there.
3: But I'm the okay. strange one because I just don't like condiments in general. So you just eat it plain and dry, like my son. No, I don't I was eat about plain to say. And dry. I thought this was just
1: my daughter. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, God.
3: I, I eat plots. You know. Full full on veggie spread. I I love pickles and onions on my burger for sure, for sure, and on my hot dog. But if if I have my choice, most of the time I do not like mayonnaise. Or I don't want my food swimming like, oh man. You but know how some people it's like cook so it. good, like when it's dripping off the burger. No, like lick, I hate that like, man. Lick it. I don't mind you know the I'm grease. About? Like the lick it.
1: I, I like want I, I want every hot dog and hamburger to be Michael Phelps. <laughs> And Dara Torres. <laughs> you wanted
3: to be Mark Spitz coming Spitz, out of the water at uh, the 76 oh Olympics. Drenched,
1: soaked. What was her name? Summer Sanders. Oh,
3: I loved Summer Sanders back I mean, in little day. Katie
1: Ledecky. Ledecky? Man, you're going way back. Out in front, Katie Ledecky like four laps ahead of everybody. I remember that. Katie yeah. could get out of the pool and go towel off, get back in, and, and she's, she's still, still like, 10 young. links up.
2: She's still like, so was Amanda Beard with that breaststroke. Yeah. Amanda Beard. Hey, don't forget about Amy Van Dyke. You know, she should, gets it done. Give me some Aaron Pearsall with the backstroke. We know, we know a lot That's what more I about swimming than I thought we were. <laughs> I told honestly, you. <laughs> I, I told you I could have been an Olympic broadcaster. I love. <laughs> uh, we all know my favorite sport: biathlon. We all know that. But hell, take wow. me. Wow, look me at me you. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. your favorite sport. It has to be, man. The biathlon. You put the rifle on your back. You're going. You're going cross country skiing. Yeah. Right. You're battling. Best, uh, best
1: cardiovascular workout they say ever.
2: Battling endurance.
1: And then you got to bring the
2: heart rate down. Enough to target shoot. Not only that, you have to steady yourself on skis from the standing. Yeah, you fighting a, a quarter sized shot shooting, a, what, a nine mil? It's a 5.56 five, round. Yeah. So you're, sh- it's, so I the can't recoil, remember the distance that they the shoot, re- but yeah. the re- it's 100 meters. The recoil, 100 meters? I believe so. Wow. The recoil is not there. And it's, it, it's not too bad. And you got to hit five targets, right? You got to hit five. And if you miss, you got to take a penalty lap. That's right. You got to. That's right. Exactly. That's the that's the killer. Yep. If you miss, you got if you rush your shot because breath control is going to happen. Right. Your your natural pause of breath happens after you exhale. Yeah. So once you exhale, boom. Then you take your shot and come back to your natural form.
1: I don't think we've ever talked about this. One of my best friends in the world did Paralympic biathlon. Oh. Yeah, she went to the European Championships. With sleds? And then, yeah, she so she's on crutches, mm-hmm. and then she's got the, yeah, like the sled kind of deal. So then when when they did the gun, they've got to go down into like a, a stance. A prone? And then, yeah, you're right, into a stance to get set, and then they kind of come back. That's legit. She's doing that. She and her mom are telling me the story. They're in like Sweden, one of the Scandinavian countries, and it's like 20 below or whatever the temperature she, was. She's in phenomenal shape, snots huh? Snot's freezing. Oh, yeah, she's incredible just yeah. unreal when she was when she was training i mean she used to always joke about no guy wants to date a girl just because she has a great back but her <laughs> back was like her traps and the arms and the whole thing were unbelievable but you're right biathlon is a wacky it, sport it's whoever when... thought that up is insane but it is the ultimate test of like can you calm yourself down and then get yourself back
2: up and that's just crazy can i go get this or what? are bears in in europe uh, sure. Must, yeah, I'm assuming, right? Europe, yeah, yeah, there's Russia. Yeah, there's yeah. The, the Russian Ukrainian bear. Uh, yes, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, there's bear in there. So I'm imagining maybe a hunter is going after this bear, and he's like, "We can make this a sport." I'm skis. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, oh, you know, I, I missed my shot at the bear. He's chasing me now.
3: I got to take my lap, my penalty lap. He just put it all into a sport, man. That's all. I, yeah. I'm assuming wherever they invented this, it was cold and they had nothing else to do. 100. So. Well, <laughs> That's why you're on skis. Yeah. Um,
2: we also have Jeff Mudd come in and say that any list would be um, incomplete without Janet Evans and Dana. Uh, Dana Torres. Dana Torres, correct. Yeah. Dana Torres did it for what two decades? Something like so that. Right for like two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I gotten her name
1: wrong. Dara Torres, Dana Torres. Yeah, that's who I was. The it's, the fifty meter yeah, expert. Exactly. Yes, she's.
2: I, but I knew who. What a beast she was in her prime. Man. She was now. I mean, she could still do it at the end of her heyday too. She was still beating people. She and, felt like, eight beating. feet
1: tall when she jumped in that pool. <laughs> she's just a monster, man. She was so good. that's
2: And let, that's how Phelps was too. Like Phelps, when he jumped in the pool, he took damn near twenty five meters of the of the pool up. So All he was of that halfway arms, there. there. yeah, dude, <laughs> and torso. Um But yeah, dude, that's. I don't know. For I don't know how we got on the Olympics, but I mean, I would. I would love oh, to cover the. Olympics. You know
3: how we got into this? It all came about whether you like condiments on your food or not. Oh my God. That's how we got into this because Chad was like, "No, I want my food just swimming in mustard." No, That's my fault. My fault. It That's no, my it's
2: fault. great. Yeah. I love the con- I love the avenues of approach that we take on uh, the show. Like I like
3: mustard, but I don't want my food swimming in mustard. And if you go to a place and you ask somebody to put mustard, even you ask them to put it light, they still just put way too much. So I just. Go without it.
1: I will go with Justin on the idea of I need to be able to control my condiment level. We don't need to go silly,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the, not on a, the glizzy. On the glizzy, though, I like the mustard with the relish coming almost falling off of the. You dog. like a lot, okay? So that's it. But you want to be able to control that. Oh, it's right? getting controlled, right? Because if I tried
1: to put too little mustard and too little relish on your dog, it's you're just not going to like that. It's
2: not just. It's not tasting. It's, it's not. not good. It's not hitting. You're it's sending hitting. that back. But I can. But if even
3: if you got a a pile of it on there it's getting controlled it's going down the gullet it's it's really weird for me because like okay off the grill i want it glizzy right but if i'm gonna go get a hot dog i won't get one from here but maybe a portillo's i'll take a chicago style i want everything on it god and that was really good but i normally wouldn't have it that way so good oh my that's a lot of dog but it is good dude that's
2: a you know what that's that's um that's a break dog. That's a dog where you got to take a break. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that's where that you're eating just a little bit of it. Like maybe Chestnut or Chestwood would be able to to crush it. Yeah, but whatever the guy's name is, Chestnut, 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 chestnut Joey, chestnut, 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 Joey chestnut, chestnut. Respect the champion. Would be able to crush it, but man, no. When the Chicago dog is really
1: good, I feel like that's when you need your utensils. Like it's so involved. You may need a fork and knife. And how do you eat
2: yours? Now, right, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I guess you eat let's just why let's, do I have the Costanza Snickers moment right now? yeah, That's good. And, and I guess you eat yours with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Costanza, man. Yeah, dude and it's funny that you say like the cheeseburger is the American staple or it's 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 an institution of America of American food, right? Oh yeah, easily. And when I think about, and it's funny, because when I think about cheeseburgers, too, I think about Iron Man. Iron Man? Yeah, like, I
3: I thought
1: you were going to talk about John Belushi. Don't you dare make me cry about cheeseburgers and Iron Man. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: My daughter daughter and I still get emotional. We're John Favreau. Ah, Yeah. I'll I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Get you you all the cheeseburgers you want? That's a tough one, man. I
1: love you, 3,000. Come on. That's a tough one. (laughs) That's a tough one. I can't do it.
2: But when yeah. I think about cheeseburgers, I think about Iron Man just sitting on the top of that donut store, just eating the damn cheeseburger. That's, that's a great. That's a great one. But then there's
1: also the, I mean, that first, the first movie, the press conference the and burger stuff. King. Right, that's where the initially came Bird from. He Just
2: sits down and just right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, She's I just really
1: want a burger. Call a press conference, cheeseburger. we cheeseburger first, you know, and he eats the first <laughs> one, and he has the second one. Is that for me? No, no, there's only yep. one. There's only one left, yep. and he unwraps it, and he's and he's so cool, like. It makes you
2: want a burger so bad when
1: you watch that scene.
2: Yeah, I'm Iron Man. You know I mean? Just eat the, yeah. eating a burger. Oh, by the way, I'm Iron Man. It's beautiful. Uh I think I'm gonna stop doing what it what it is I wanted to just continue doing with what my dad was doing. We're we're gonna go into positive energy. We're right. gonna rethink it all. Yeah. You mean it, doing, this is all done. You by mean the way. to tell
3: me that you've never been in the line of McDonald's and happened to be behind Batman and the Batmobile? No. That'd okay. be cool. You have no. no clue what movie that comes from. It's not cool. I, Oh, oh, I don't. Is that a movie reference? I don't know that one. Yeah, um, in Little—I want to say it's in Little Big League, where the little kids are discussing, like—you've uh, because you've never seen Little Big I've League? I've seen Little Big League. Yeah, I remember when his friends all like, oh, uh, what's his name, Billy? It's like, oh, Billy's too busy running the yeah, twins, so, so he can't so they, think about they, They're this. playing with Lowell.
2: Yeah. They actually go fishing with Lowell. Lowell gets some love because Billy. Yeah and, then, yeah, and then and then
3: and they think Billy's all like, No man, no, you idiot. You don't want to be behind Batman because he has that turbine thing in the back of his car oh, and we're like yeah. burn your car up. That's, like, funny. that's true. That's true.
2: Obviously you've never been behind yeah. <laughs> now I got it. Uh, now I got it for sure. No. All right, so, okay, so the American staple, the American institution is the is the hamburger. All right. So for that for that reason, one, I'd like to kind of convince the host to to get me both the hot, the hot dog and the cheeseburger. I would try. But if I have to come in entering the party, to go back to your original question about 20 <laughs> minutes ago, um, yeah, the hot dog. I'm taking the hot dog yeah, all do. day now. Now that I, now that we break yeah. it down like that. If we that, have the choice. If
1: we have the choice. Now, if I get my way, I want... me both. Let's go back. Oh, yeah. We go both. Oh, easily. In fact, we go handicap match. We go two dogs and a burger. Oof.
3: Oh, yes. That would be
2: ideal. That's a good time. I go handicap. That's yeah. the good perfect time. amount. That's what you want. That's a good time. Now, what we do with... If we can get two dogs, right... We put the chili dog on a regular bun, Yeah. okay? Now we put the mustard and the relish on the hot dog with the pretzel bun.
1: And now he's playing a man's game. I like that. Yeah, now we're thinking. Now, now we've leveled up. Now we're really thinking it through. Oh, no, no, no.
3: Wait, we haven't finished just yet because I have to end <laughs> it on this. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> because what happens if you go to this party and they have hot dogs, but they also have brats? Oh, wow. Good call. Because uh, some people do get you know, a little fancy. It.
1: All right. Well, How about this, Wags? How about the dog, dog regular bun, no, 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 let's go super fancy, dog pretzel bun, pretzel bun, yes, mustard chili, then we go brat, regular bun, relish mustard, burger on a jalapeno cheese bun. Dang, you brought the
3: jalapeno cheese bun into
1: this? Let's go. Can we do it? I'm doing it. Let's do it. You promise? Sure. Why, why are we <laughs> having well, this through? for the
3: Fourth of July horn party? If I can My get gosh. if I if I can get that on
1: the plate, I might I might let you just give me a water. I mean, I might just <laughs> let you give me a bottle of water if I can have those
2: things to eat. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, butterfly split the hot dog. Hold on, let me get this over here. Butterfly split the hot dog and put ooh and put it on the burger with relish. That's a good call too. de fry, yeah. de fry with the Homer right there, man. I think you might have gone yard, bud. Okay. I think you might have gone yard Getting scored. creative here, man. I like it. That's legit. I got so many options to go with now.
1: Dude,
3: I'm Like now I'm just craving a hamburger or a hot dog at this juncture. So I'm going to get one after this show, that's for sure.
2: So the so we kind of got onto this by talking about, hot. I mean, when you mentioned the hot dog, you got to talk about, uh, you know, the the boomstick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the boomstick up in, up in, I guess it's called, is it called Globe still? Globe Life Field, Globe Life, right? Globe Life Field. Went from Globe Life Park, Park to, Globe to, Globe to Globe Life, Life Field. Field. Yeah, yeah. But the the Nell is it the Nelly Boomstick? I know it was referenced oh. after Nelly. <laughs> I don't believe it's referred no. to that. No. Nelly Nelly Cruz. That's not what we call no. it anymore. No, no, no. no, no it's, not just not anymore. it's just called yeah. the Boomstick. Just called
1: Boomstick. Okay, there's no need for that.
2: Oh <laughs> my God, Cruz.
1: how much meat is that?
2: that
1: it's is, a lot. That is three feet of dog. I have never seen it. I have never seen it in person, but I believe you're
2: right on that.
3: Yeah, I've never seen anybody order that in person, but they do have it available, and I don't know if I would want to eat all of that.
2: I want to reach out to the Rangers, and I want to see if I can do this. I want to see if I can get a contest to where I can get one boomstick down within 10 minutes. I want to write
3: that down right now, because I want to see this. <laughs> within 10, 10 minutes, minute
2: boomstick. 10, a loaded boomstick, because you just talked about how the the one contest is, like the standard is 12... Hot dogs for 10 minutes.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, that was the question. But yes, you're right. 10 minutes is the Nathan's famous uh, now time let's, limit.
2: Let's put a little bit of an asterisk on this and let's get the Rangers involved because they're playing great baseball and let's get a damn boomstick. You got to go to the game and
1: do it, right? I'll go. Don't have them send it here. I'll, that I'll would go. take way too long. And
2: plus, it wouldn't be <laughs> all fresh. All
1: in
3: the mail, <laughs> all slimy. We'll get, a lot, sh- we'll get <laughs> a lot of show up from Globe Field.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all go. Justin's cameraman.
3: Yeah, I could do that. I can run a camera. One
1: hundred
2: percent. We'll we'll
1: make it happen. Throw a ten minute timer on, see what happens. It's like a pitch clock.
2: Somebody's gonna have to drive me back though. Boomstick. I'll drive back. I won't be able to drive as back. As long as we get a sponsor for guests. Won't be able to make that drive back, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Nah, man, that's in all right. Austin FC, real. I mean, we kind of burned that segment. I apologize. No, nah, it's there.
3: all good, man. They they kind of burned it at, at, on the road at Miami too. A but hey, but they were able to fight back though after going down one nil. I'm I'm okay with that. I saw a lot of people on social media that were kind of disappointed that they didn't come away with all three points. A lot of people felt that they left two in Miami. Me personally, I mean, come on, man. This team is bouncing back at a great time. All the pieces are starting to come together. Regardless of some of the pieces have left here in the back line. And they're playing some really positive soccer right now. I, I think I and I love this about our Austin FC fans because they're doing what I wanted them to do so all those years ago. I wanted them to look at this team like how I look at the Dallas Cowboys and how I, you know, take apart every little thing after very every critical. little game. Yeah, and very, very critical. critical. And I'm cool with that. But sometimes you gotta just, you know, sit back and relax and realize things are going okay. And we just got our things new going lot,
2: they're going a lot better now. Oh,
3: more than better. We it, just got, it was it was
2: it was scary at the beginning.
3: Yeah, but we also got our new sporting director in. Correct. My man from Man City. So I mean, y'all yeah, you gotta be happy. Things are that. going to be great because that guy has the international connections. I'm telling you, talent is gonna be coming to the ATX and this football team, our soccer club, is gonna be improving shortly hereafter i'm telling you it's going to happen
2: well i guess that kind of takes away the question i was going to ask you about like how do you feel after the the texas clubs came to town we drew you know with dallas and then shocked the hell out of houston dynamo yeah man dynamo has been playing fantastic
3: i'll take draws and w's over l's any day but with all the news that has just broken international uh the the international I can't think of it right now, but you know what I'm talking about like you the ability to to sign international players is going to be opening up that the, that window, and he has all the connections. That's our new sporting director. So the
2: international appeal.
3: Thank you. So I'm like I'm uh, I'm I'm really hoping that maybe we get a few more insurance capabilities for Austin FC, but the players that we do have on roster, you know, Fagundes was hurt, Triusi was hurt, and they're just starting to get back into midseason form.
2: That's what I'm talking about, man. Coming together at the perfect time, man. Almost like Voltron, huh? Yeah. We'll talk about leveling up. We got level up on the other side. It's the Wagon Wire, 1049-1019-AM1260. Stream it live at hornfm.com. Back to the Wagon Wire, 104 910 am 1260 Streaming live at hornetfin.com. In just a few minutes, we'll have Chris Entourage on, CEO of Regiment. Largest military gaming community in America right now, or in the world as a matter of fact. Over 22,000 members. And growing. And growing, absolutely smash. Big announcement that they just had, um, signing the American Legion as a sponsor as well. Um, we'll also just talk about, you know, we'll, we'll recap on uh, Regiment's time up at DreamHack as well in just a few minutes and what they have planned for events in the DFW and Austin area. Dude, so gaming is, is growing. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Smash, but when the pandemic happened, like, the only thing that we really had to talk about was Korean League Baseball, <laughs> wrestling. Marble races. And esports. Beth, all that yeah man um it's really and then you see you know you go on the forty acres here uh at the University of Texas and you see that they're you know building this new e esports arena you know on the forty that's fantastic that's going to be one hell of a time um so you know when people are looking for for stuff to put their money on or wage you know wage uh, a little bit wage a little bit of nuggets so to speak, they can get now and they now can get into esports.
3: So what's your favorite what,
2: – what what are you gaming on right now,
3: Smash? Oh, man. I haven't had really any time to game. I'm just trying to get myself up to a PS5 level right now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had time, man. No, I it's just cool. like It's, just it's been, cool. It's just really been like FIFA because, you know, w- Women's World Cup is coming up, kind of looking at that. I also try to use it to uh, kind of see how my wagers are going to go, just by player by player. I mean, FIFA, it can get pretty intricate. So I, I, I Is really that really do. the
2: only – title that you, you, uh, you is
3: I, w- I will say that I went back recently Cause you're the one that got me on Spider-Man yeah which I, was playing, I was playing I was playing Mel Gear Solid here um, Ground Zero is part five I was just trying to go back and see if I could still do it and I can't man that game was so hard to pick up I was like I'm still lost half of the time when I'm trying to play it and I was just like I don't know how I beat it the first time because I feel totally inept when I try to pick it up and play it again like I can't sneak up on anybody I can't take out anybody I can't remember the buttons you know. I can't remember the button. It's been so That's how long I went with
2: some mouse and keys. So I've originally I was a console gamer, right? And then I I went over to PC, and now like, dude, I don't even know where home keys are at in terms of typing and stuff like that. Like yeah, I'm, I'm you just have your WASD, exactly, keys. dude. And then so yeah, WASD. So now I've, I've finally gotten that down, and it's still it's still tough for me to uh, to be a efficient gamer that i am I, on console that i am on pc like you know I'm, I mean? I'm just still, game, still learning the keys
3: i'm like a gamer out of time now man because as a kid growing up obviously we played all the 2d stuff because that's all that was sure. available and then when it went into 3d i'm a kid that gets car sick bro like oh, 3d damn. gaming marathon sessions i couldn't do it
2: that's, so you you don't play like call of duty or apex no or anything because
3: because like the first person shooter games were the worst ones that would get me sick so like and i just don't have the dexterity like I'm not quick. Uh, I I, 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 don't, I don't aim well. Like I guess I don't have steady hands or something. But like first-person shooter and how quick you have to be to be successful at it, not my strong point. Well,
2: those are some questions that you can ask uh, Entourage. I'm definitely because in. we go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline right now to welcome on Chris Earl, the CEO of Regiment, and like I just mentioned, over twenty-two thousand members in regiment the largest military gaming community in america right now chris welcome to the show brother how are you man you're a busy guy man from texas to to new york already this morning what's up
0: Good morning, man. I appreciate you having me on here. Um, yeah, actually, just just landed, just landed over here in uh, New York City. Well,
2: absolutely, man. Thank you for carving out a little bit of time to come on the show. Um, let's talk a little bit about where this organiz- organization is going, man. It is growing, dude. You are doing fantastic. Uh, you and the team have got this baby up and running. Uh, another sponsor locked in. Let's talk about the American Legion and what happened with that. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about how the relationship kind of grew into it and, um, and where you're going with this, man? Fantastic job, by the way.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely one of, um, one of our largest partnerships to date so far. Uh, so I want to say a little bit over a year ago, um, we started working very closely with the American Legion um, at a national level. Trying to help them drive um, younger veterans, specifically post 9 11 veterans, um, to the post. You know, because the average age of the American Legion is, I want to say it's about like it's in the seventies. Um, I think it's right. about like seventy five years old, um, and they they really want to break the stigma because the American Legion is an amazing organization. Um, they do a lot for our veterans. Um, there's there's a weird stigma around the organization that it's just a bunch of old men sitting at the bar drinking beer and telling war stories. Right. Um, it is, but it's not. You know. Um, like someone someone like me, like a twenty five year old veteran, um, walks into the American Legion, they feel a little out of place. Um, so I think with this partnership it'll make it a little a little easier for veterans my age, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, to go into these posts. Right. Um, especially if, you know, they have gaming. Like gaming consoles, gaming PCs or just, you know, tournaments or it's just something something more than just just a bar and, you know, food and stuff like that.
2: No, I one hundred percent, man. I love it. And you've seen some of the American legions around Austin that's actually tried to model that uh that type of structure, right? Where they've implemented gaming into their um into their legions, into their venues, right? Um what you just said really struck home and it really resonated with me, dude, because when I first got out of the military, I I felt like my I felt like my identity was still in place, but I was still struggling to find out who I was outside of my gated community of the Marine Corps, right? And I, I didn't know where exactly to turn. And, you know, everybody said, "Go, oh, go to the Legion, go to the Legion. But it's just that stigma that you talked about, dude. Um, I Like, I was 30 when I got out of the military, and I was just like, man, do I want to go to the American Legion and sit at a bar and just have old men talk to me about, you know, the times that they served in the service? And, and honestly, it, it – I was reluctant because I thought it would bring up some some memories and and stuff that I didn't want to talk about, mm-hmm. Chris. And you know, the the way to implement gaming into the American Legion and have that, you know, used as a tool to kind of restructure and galvanize the veterans and and see them thrive in a positive way is just such an awesome Awesome innovation uh, that you guys are able to do. And, And you spoke about it. You spoke about making it easier for people to get in there. It also makes the American Legion a lot younger, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um I I definitely think, you know, it's a it's a mutual beneficial partnership we have going here and they're definitely going to see a lot uh, a lot more younger veterans um, coming through their doors because of this.
2: 100%, man. Excellent work there. Um I, and you said you've been working with that for over a year now, dude. Uh fantastic what follow through on that. Uh let's talk a little bit about DreamHack. hack uh Dallas just happened. Uh, probably uh, like a couple of weeks ago, Regiment had a strong, strong presence up there. Man, had a booth and everything up on stage. Uh, let's talk a little bit about DreamHack and what that was like, and maybe some uh, maybe some things going into uh, next year on what Regiment can uh, can have show
0: up. Yeah, DreamHack was an amazing event. Um, for those that don't know what DreamHack is, it's pretty much a, a gaming and esports convention. Um, we do a lot of tournaments there. Uh, gaming organizations and companies they have booths there. Uh, and they hooked us up with a bunch of free tickets. Um, They pretty much told us like, hey, you know, we want to do what we can to support our veterans and service members. Um, So (laughs) pretty much here's an unlimited amount of free tickets. Um, Just make sure that they're a veteran or service member. Um, So we gave out about 140, maybe 150 tickets. Um, And I want to say about like 120 veterans and service members actually showed up. So we definitely had a a strong presence there. It's Definitely a surreal feeling, you know, just walking around these conventions and seeing you know dozens of people wearing the jerseys um compared to you know organizations that have been around for you know years and years and years and you see more regiment jerseys than you see those jerseys and it just gets you thinking it's like wow
2: it's all actually coming together yeah we're speaking with chris earl the ceo of regiment um you can follow him on twitter at entourage that's e-n-t-x-u-r-a-g-e um again bro uh just reflecting on on DreamHack. What are some of the best things or some of the coolest things that you saw actually going down at the event there?
0: Yeah, um, you know they they have they have some tournaments there. It's really really cool to kind of watch those. Um, The panels always a good experience and a lot of insight insight and good information being passed on those. Um, We actually had a panel there as well. You know we were talking about um, military video games mental health and you know how exactly we use video games to unite veterans um build camaraderie and you know ultimately prevent suicide Love it man so, Yeah
2: Love it. And then you also there's Complexity Gaming. There's also Optic that's up there in the DFW area. That's where you now reside at. Um, what's some of the things that you guys going, have going on with Complexity and Optic? I know that you guys, that regiment, just had a strong showing there with what Optic was was doing their event this week. Let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so we don't have anything um, official going on with those organizations. Uh, but, you know, we definitely definitely in talks with all, all the big names. Um, we actually do have a tournament happening over in the Austin area. Not mm-hmm. Austin specifically. At Leander, Boston. correct? I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 new to Texas. I'm still trying to figure out all this stuff. Hey, but man! Every, yeah, isn't isn't really it funny how
2: Texas. they tease you? Like they try and say, "Oh, yeah, it's just right down the street," and it's actually like an hour away. Like that was the that yeah. was the crazy yeah. <laughs> thing. So when I moved from the East Coast over, <laughs> down here, man, it was just like, "Oh, yeah, it's just right down the street. It's just right around the corner." Uh, a Texas mile literally is like. Thirty miles, Chris. So that's just kind of like the uh, the conversion chart that you got to go with there. So it's it's going to take a little bit to get used to. Has country music started growing on you?
0: Uh, yeah, I think that kind of <laughs> happened uh, when I was in the Marine Corps. I had a I had a roommate who was from West Virginia, so he put me on to the to that yeehaw stuff you know, a little <laughs> bit before I moved to Texas.
2: Where was he at in West Virginia? Can you remember? What? Where from?
0: Uh tough uh, I, I don't know, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Put a, you put them all together you might get a full
2: set of teeth Chris that's for sure uh yeah so you, you talk about and what we're referring to up in Leander is the e cave so um regiment has an event going up at the e cave here in a couple of weeks uh make sure you uh you guys tune into that while I'll be pumping out information for that for sure as uh as one of the event coordinators for regiment so um Chris let's um Let's hook back up here in a couple of weeks and talk about some of the events that are going down uh, up in Leander. Okay?
0: Yeah. No. Certainly. Sounds good, brother. Hey, thank you so much for
2: the time today. We got to get to a break, and then, man, just enjoy your uh, enjoy your Fourth of July. And again, dude, let me reiterate, man. Thank you so much for what you're doing for veterans and just being being able to uh, to foster a community to where veterans can come together and. Uh, and get together with gaming, man, and have positive vibes, and and take away those negative uh, thoughts, and take that toxicity out of it, man. Thank you so much, bro.
0: Yeah, likewise, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Have a great rest of your day.
2: There he goes, Chris Earl, the CEO of of Regiment Gaming. You can find him on Twitter at Entourage. There. Hey, don't go nowhere. We gotta get some bills paid. More Wagner Wire on the other side.
0: Welcome back to the Wagon wire
2: 1049-1019-AM-1260. Every hour brought to you by audiovisual consultations. Oh! Oh, Tom the K. AV consultations, baby. What, does this band do anything for you?
3: Yeah, I would say so. Come on and take me! A
2: little bit of or thank you, Chad. Yes. <laughs>
1: Saw him live for the first time. Did you I, win? Just a couple weeks ago out at Coda. I'm not a massive fan of theirs, but I respect the hell out of them, and I'm just – I got a buddy that's a huge fan. Did they play any – I was thoroughly impressed. Did they play any America? Did they play or, any excuse America? me, not America, Toto. Oh, he played it. He played Toto? Just him and the acoustic guitar. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: And he prefaced it by saying it was a polarizing song to play, and he said that, he, he like told the crowd, "I know some of you aren 't going to like it.'re basically I know you 're not going to like, maybe we 're playing this, but I 'm playing it, and he nailed it by the way that 's another thing i 'll admit freely that probably gets me in trouble with music fans i 've never been the biggest fan of Africa by Toto it 's an okay song it 's all right. remember the video, I remember the song. They do such a great job with the cover. Crowd really got into it. He starts singing it. Rivers Cuomo is way more talented than I gave him credit for years ago.
3: 100. I mean, those guys have been big since the early nineties when you really think about it. Not only do they nail Africa, but they do it with less instruments, less resources. Right. Than than Toto.
1: I'm did. telling you, it was just him and the acoustic guitar.
3: It was really impressive. I will say this though. I think Africa from Toto is a little overrated. Wait. I, I think that I don't, I think it's fair. No, their best song is Hold the Line. <sighs> hold they the line. They got so many cards. Hold the line's a good song. I know, but Rosa- hold the I mean, line. Rosanna's, Rosanna's great. Rosanna's no, no, Toto's too. got good stuff. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, but, but I think
2: Hold yeah. the Line not is one hit wonder. Like when somebody right. says Toto's the one hit wonder, I want to smack you. I <laughs> am with
1: I am with Justin on that. I like other songs of theirs more than I like Africa. Sure.
3: Oh uh, what's what's that one? Georgie but,
1: Porgy? But Africa is Georgie Porgy wow
3: that, that's a deep cut yeah dude they
2: have that he this guy just this, awesome. sometimes bro that was like, good sometimes i, I like that
1: i'm not familiar with that but this
2: guy the, the savant of culture over yeah. here weezer,
1: <laughs> weezer was very very good crowd was way into it so one of the coolest collections of t-shirts i've ever seen at a show excellent live show. are you one of those people they're that, excellent
3: live band yeah you, they were really good if you go to a concert do you wear the band of the concert you're going to or do you wear a different shirt
2: like gutter From PCU? (laughs) Yeah.
3: My
1: my only rule is you're not allowed to wear the shirt you bought there. Okay. You can't buy the shirt and then go wear it for that show. Yeah.
3: That's just.
1: So I'm about to go see a show where I'm going to wear the shirt of the artist, but I got it like two years ago, three years ago.
3: That just shows you're a fan.
1: Right. I believe in wearing the older shirts of the current artist. If you buy the shirt, have it in a bag, tuck it in your in your belt? Do what you need. yep. Yeah, don't be <laughs> that Grab guy. It as a towel. We don't need to be that guy. You're gonna rip the
3: tag off. Got the new smell. Sh- the new yeah. shirt smell, man.
1: Yeah, or you yeah. just do what I do now. Try to freak people out. Just wear the weirdest idea shirt you can think of.
3: Man, we send you to one Harry Styles concert. What? And, <laughs> right.
1: And, oh, uh, what I... did you
3: wear for the Harry Styles concert? Oh, you haven't seen that picture? Oh, I saw it. Uh, no. I'll, I'll show you that during yeah, the break. Man, I thought it looked good. <laughs> it's quite an outfit. Yeah, man. I, I, like, I like that you
1: went full in on it. Quite an outfit. And then on the other side of it, I'm about to go take my daughter to see another one of the One Direction dudes that I played earlier, Louis Tomlinson. Yeah. I love that you
3: guys do this, by the
1: way. And I'm wearing a Motorhead shirt just to see what kind of reaction I get.
3: <laughs> You're going to get the other dads being like, right on, bro. Because right Louis's on. British. Right Motorhead's right. British. I, I would, I'm going positive British vibes.
0: I would vibes. think that you would get
2: a lot of appreciation. Yeah, I'm that. hoping so. Right, I, and I would think that if 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 someone if Louis would to see that, he would be like, "Thank you." I would hope so. He'd right, like, all right. Thank, Ace of thank spikes. you for thank you for doing this with your daughter. Yeah, and the most successful shirt I've ever
1: worn at a concert, not even close. Johnny Cash, every time. Oh, every time I've gotten comments at folk shows and metal shows and country shows, and everybody just screamed, hey,
2: "Johnny Cash, man!" What's the best show you've seen? Because you've seen. Like ever? You strike me as yeah, you yeah, strike me somebody like, that has seen a oh, lot of geez. a lot of performers. Um
1: oh, there's too many to dig through, but I'll just say the stones in ninety four. Oh. Oh. Voodoo Lounge Tour, Stones at the Cotton Bowl, and it rained. Damn. Oh. Were you with your dad? Yes. I was with my dad. I was the the group kind of high school friends, my dad, buddies and stuff. That's cool. And it was lightly raining when they started Sympathy for the Devil. It rained really hard when Keith started the song. It poured during the song and then let up. So help me God. (laughs) It let up at the end. It's one of the best shows I've ever heard. And there's still a couple of Stones tracks that if I hear them, I can feel the rain. I'm getting chills. Wow. I can feel the rain hitting my head. That's the one show I always go back How to. How can you not be romantic about music? Brian Adams opened, by the way. Oh my God. Jeez. E- 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 Ian Moore, remember Ian Moore, the guitar guy? Yeah. yeah. Ian Moore starts, then Brian Adams did a really nice, solid set for him. I didn't know what to expect out of Brian Adams. He killed it. Crowd was with him. And then the stones just blew it away. Canadian Idol, Brian yes. Adams. Oh, it was great. Summer of 69 live. Oh yeah. Oh my bro. god. So that, good.
2: I think that has me beat. So I thought I I thought I literally saw like one of the concerts of a lifetime having Jackson Brown open up for Tom Petty. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good combination. At <laughs> At Nissan good. Pavilion on the grass like <laughs> that's watching solid. in a pavilion on the grass. That's solid, but holy hell. Kid me. Brian I got Brian Adams. Brian Adams opens opening for, the up stones. for the
1: stones. Yeah, that's good stuff. <sighs> Good live show, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Bring me up. Rest in peace. Every time I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, great show. Yeah, um, such he, a good live band,
2: dude. He played like a thirty-minute version of Running Down a Dream. Is that and right? It, it, he they wow. just they jammed out. Mike Campbell just never stopped. They just jammed out, and that's then they great. came on for an on- an, on- an encore an encore. Um, they played American Girl oh, for, wow. their, for their encore. Yeah, like that's good stuff. Uh, it was, and it you you know you kn- kind of knew it was coming because those are. Songs that you didn't hear in the set. Yeah, you're like, how come you did not it you're just like, yet? where are these songs at? And then, yeah. well, you know, he started hearing the cheers, and then all of a sudden, ding, 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 ding,
3: Well, she was an American
2: girl. So good. Standing
1: on the balcony and the whole thing. Reckless, oh, God. Yeah, dude. No, live, I'm a live music junkie. I love that stuff. Reckless Tour 84. Reckless Tour 84. That comes from Not A Nap Guy. Reckless, like... That sounds like an album reference not a band
3: is it is it weird that my best yeah, that's like,
1: a yeah that's an album reference that I my mean.
3: best concert memory is like here in austin at f one like in twenty thirteen then was it Maiden Texas tour when Iron Maiden came and like, I've never been to a concert like that, but like, you know, my friends are like, we're going to go. And it's like, I know about maiden. I know a few things, but dude, those guys played hard. They were consistent. They were good for three hours and people were awesome. Dude. And I'll never forget because I was wearing glasses at the time and I lost my glasses. I couldn't find them. I was like, you know, you're kind of packed in like sardines. And I somehow get over the barrier. So I get on stage. Like, I actually make it to the stage and I get like thrown off so I can crowd surf. and I was like okay sorry."
2: do you do that a lot like no. what, are you very active at no. live events did no. you went
3: crowd surfing at a yes. maiden yes. show yes that's, that's just true. it Dude, that's I don't never, do that that, that that would never happen I'm in the back I'm the old guy
1: in
2: the back
3: saying play Flight of Icarus but I'm not <laughs> Dude, in the no. I'm not in the pit like, man like we had regular I'm not involved we, in had no. regular, we had regular ass tickets but my friend had went to X Games prior and he met the security guy and the security guy was like hey you guys coming back for maiden you know this is like six months in advance and they were like yeah we're coming back for maiden sure enough my friend goes down there and finds the same security guy he's like oh you guys made it how Uh, many how many uh, bands do you need and i'm like we need four and yeah we got we got pit for free it was awesome bro it was it was like the best i can never top that what was that
1: what was that texture trying to tell us um, Wags?
3: he was talking about Brian Adams. Reck- Adams, Adams. Reckless was Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reckless tour, Reckless tour. great live. Reckless.
1: I mean, it was a great live performance. That's so cool. I liked that you had a good time at a maiden show. That is a great
2: live pit performance. Per- pit perform, dude. Yes, <laughs> dude. man. Just the props. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm, out. I'm not. I'm not getting into pit. So, look, I don't know now. Tom Petty. Tom Petty was probably the best show that I've seen with Jackson Brown opening up. But like the HF festivals that I used to go to, it was called HF like after uh, yeah. the the radio station over in in Maryland. Uh, But anyways, they would put on like stained, uh, like these huge festivals were stained, I mean, Aaron Lewis and Stain back in the day, they were actually rocking and rolling. You know, oh, Stain had their time, Stane, man. Stain did have their time. No doubt. Um, they're all, like Rage Against Machine. St- oh, God. I don't remember Dude, Stone you saw Temple, Rage?
1: Saw Rage Against Machine. See, that makes me jealous. I never saw Rage. I
2: saw Stone Temple Pilots after Scott, right after Scott Weiland got out of rehab. Oh, oh.
1: you saw some prime Scott yeah, Weiland man. STP?
2: And then Rage actually closed for STP. <sighs> Well, let me tell that, you let me tell you something. That's a great show. Let me tell you I love Rage and no slap at Tom Morello and Zach De La Roca and what they do. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I don't know if it was just because he was fresh or if he was just he had the snake movement rocking and rolling, but Scott Weiland he, Scott Wyland tore that place. I'm so jealous down, man dude. Yeah, like there's he a, is, he's an
1: entertainer. He was a, he was a big loss on a lot of levels, but what a front man. He, Dude, he could lead it. You man. said the word snake and He really yeah. was a serpent. <laughs> I mean, he was, was a serpent his, on stage. He
2: could just slither across the stage, dude.
1: Everything that Jim Morrison and Michael Hutchence and Mick and Robert Plant, all that stuff that they did, Scott Weiland had it all. Polished it. If it was all like a cobra. Yeah. I mean, it was a venomous God, snake. Just a venomous He bite, was so good. Man. I love Weiland. I was so sad. Bobby. When,
2: Selinge!
1: I wanted to see him. I never saw. It. Got to see STP. I never got to see Velvet Revolver. <sighs> I lo- I loved some of that stuff. He he was so good. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, a, that was that was big was, loss. That
2: was with Gun- a collaboration with Guns N' Roses. Yeah, right? it, was,
1: it was Slash, Duff, and Matt Sorum, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow, I think that was that band. And then yeah, they just had Wyland, and w- it was Wyland and those three guys. I think was Velvet Revolver. Pretty much.
3: Yeah, dude, they had some pretty big hits on see, MTV for a little while.
1: They did. They had two mm-hmm. or three albums together. Had some big hits. Had songs that were like in movie soundtracks yeah. and stuff. They had one of, one of the Hulk movies has a great Velvet Revolver song <laughs> is it that the I can't. Re- one? I can't remember it may be. I it no, may I don't be. remember
2: Velvet Revolver. it's just...
1: easily the best thing about that Hulk movie, by the way. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. but it's a great song. Yeah, Are they, we they got about the after. Hulk with with Eric Bana. I think it's the Eric Bana oh, Hulk yeah, that yeah, they have a song true. on there. Go look up that soundtrack; it's a great. That wouldn't so, be the best thing. Chad, about,
3: did you say that you saw STP but without Scott? No, no, I never saw him. Oh, okay, I never seen, saw him. I've I seen, wanted to. I've seen them without Scott, and they were really good. So I can only imagine. Like I've seen how Coldplay. Been. I,
2: I, like I mean, I've you know Chris, you know uh, oh. Chris Martin. Like Christopher yeah. Martin's fantastic. He's one one hell of a musician. Oh five ACL. But to to me, man, like nothing. Nothing really epitomized music at that portion of my life than seeing Tom Petty play American Girl like on sitting on the grass- sitting on the grass of Nissan pavilion I mean how much that's, more americanic it, Americana it, you it get. really it just doesn't really get and that's when I think about Independence Day and like Fourth of July and reflecting on t- on times like today that is that's just a memory that will always resonate with me about how how America really is man just. Well, she was an american girl yeah. raised on raised what on promises, raised, on raised on promises raised on promises we were all yeah. raised on and that's promises that's what we were and some people buy them and some some people it's it, good get promises it. and some people don't get them man yeah, but, yeah. i have a, but hey you keep on going with what you doing what you got
1: i have a fight all the time my favorite american rock band is either tom petty and the heartbreakers or aerosmith and it feels like i feel like it changes like every other day but Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, about as good as it gets for me in terms right. of an American rock band. 100, man. Yeah,
2: one, uh, just one of those bands that you can put on and just not – it's its very hard to turn off. When Tom Petty's on, they're very hard oh. to turn off. When the Hallelujah. Heartbreakers is on, they're very, very hard to turn
3: off. Yo, man, that text line real fast. It's Bruce from Vallejo. Hey, right Bruce! On. I bet Bruce has seen a good show or two. This is
2: Bruce from Vallejo. Uh, we toured with the uh, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, did Roseland, uh, Roseland Ballroom nights in New York. Um, Down in, in Miami. Miami. And was fresh out of the rehab. Yeah, uh, his own, he tag. own tag.
1: Damn, dude. You know, Bruce, he's got the Pee Wee Herman line. I, I don't have so to see people. it, Dottie. i, I lived it. i
2: lived it 100%. All right, well, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for us. Hey, love everybody here, man. You guys knew the drill, man. Thank you to Keenan. Thank you to Al. And thank you to Chris. Level up, get the dub, and enjoy the ride. Happy birthday, America.